Sport continuously provides its audience with powerfully emotional, healing, and influential moments. And nearly always, these moments are remembered alongside the calls from the broadcasters lucky enough to be behind the microphone the minute the amazing happens. But what makes them unforgettable stretches far beyond the 30-second clip in which it's captured. This is Golden Tones, a podcast. As a baseball fan, the new year always signals to me that players will report to spring training soon, and that opening day will be here quicker than expected. With America's pastime on my mind, I wanted to flip back the calendar to May of 2016 for one of the most fun regular season moments I can remember. Roll the tape. looking for his first hit of the year. He drives one! Deep left field! Back goes Upton! Back near the wall! It's out of here! Bartolo has done it! The impossible has happened! The team vacates the dugout as Bartolo takes the long trot. His first career home run. is one of the great moments in the history of baseball. Bartolo Colon has gone deep. That's New York Mets television play-by-play broadcaster Gary Cohen, along with laughter from his broadcast partner Ron Darling on Sportsnet New York in San Diego, California on May 7, 2016. Baseball fans familiar with Bartolo Colon's career likely understand why this moment is so fun, but still, before we dig into Cohen's call, let's search for some context. In 2016, Bartolo Colon was playing in his 18th Major League Baseball season and his third with the Mets. He had been an All-Star three times, as recent as 2013, and won a Cy Young Award in 2005 when he won 21 games with the Los Angeles Angels. Of his first 15 seasons, which started in Cleveland in 1997, only half of one campaign was spent on a National League team. He played 17 games with the Montreal Expos in 2002 after being traded mid-year by Cleveland. In that trade, by the way, the Expos sent Brandon Phillips, Grady Sizemore, and Cliff Lee to Cleveland, a trio that would combine for 10 All-Star selections, 6 Gold Gloves, and a Cy Young during their big league careers, and Cologne would not return to Montreal in 2003. Anyway, Cologne, in his first 15 years of Major League action, only made his way to the plate more than 10 times in a single season once, and it happened, of course, during that 2002 season. Cologne recorded 49 plate appearances in 02 and logged 45 at-bats. He hit 133 with 6 hits, all singles, 3 RBIs, and 23 strikeouts. In the other 14 years of his career that preceded 2014, which is the year that he signed with the National League's Mets, Cologne never had more than 8 plate appearances or 7 at-bats in a single season. In fact, Cologne had five or fewer plate appearances in 10 of those 14 seasons. So, in all, in his first 15 seasons, which included half of a campaign in the National League, Cologne hit 104 in 104 plate appearances and 96 at-bats. He picked up 10 singles, no extra base hits, and drove in five runs. 
If you exclude Cologne's time in Montreal, his offensive numbers fall to a .088 batting average in 61 plate appearances and 57 at-bats, paired with five total hits and two RBIs over the course of 14 and a half seasons. So, aside from a few month-long span in 2002, the world was nearly entirely ignorant of Cologne's ability with the bat in his hands, or potentially lack thereof. That changed, though, in 2014, after Cologne signed a two-year contract with the Mets in December of the previous year. He would eventually re-sign for the 2016 season as well. Cologne recorded two hits, including his first career extra base hit, a double in 2014, and followed it up with a career-high eight hits, another double, and four RBIs in 2015. While Cologne's hitting numbers weren't necessarily great for a pitcher, they weren't terrible either. A number of Cologne at-bats circulated social media, though, and went viral, even among non-baseball fan audiences. They weren't popular because Cologne was some incredible hitter for a pitcher's standards. They were popular for their entertainment value. Cologne, who stands at 5 feet 11 inches tall and weighs in at 285 pounds, sports proportions rare for a professional athlete, especially one playing into his 40s. But that never stopped Cologne from letting it fly at the plate. As a result, he often lost his helmet when swinging and missing. He once swung and missed, lost his helmet, tried to catch it with his free hand behind his back, but instead hit the helmet with his bat on his follow-through. Another time, he successfully caught his wayward helmet after it fell off his head mid-swing. He's also broken his bat, singled in a run, and lost his helmet at the same moment. The teammate he drove in had to avoid Cologne's helmet, which was lying helplessly in the batter's box next to home plate. Cologne has also nearly lost his helmet on back-to-back -back pitches. If it wasn't for a timely pat of his own head to correct his off-balance lid, it would have crashed to the dirt twice in a row. Each time Cologne's helmet left his head or he found a new way to induce laughs, Twitter would explode with videos, memes, and half-hearted but also serious breakdowns of his powerful whiffs. His at-bats became must-see viewing for baseball fans. Both home and opposing crowds would cheer Cologne's blunders, roar for contact, which allowed them to see him run, often with his bat still in his hand towards first base, and explode when he picked up a rare hit. That was the context with which Cologne's at-bats entered the 2016 season. So, when Cologne stepped into the right-handed batter's box on May 7, 2016 with two outs, a runner on second, and a 2-0 lead, the Petco Park crowd was intently focused on Cologne, who was just 17 days away from his 43rd birthday and the 226th at-bat of his 18-year big league career. Cologne looking for his first hit of the year. Oh. He drives one! Deep left field! Back goes Upton! Back near the wall! It's out of here! <laughs> Bartolo has done it! The impossible has happened! The team vacates the dugout as Bartolo takes the long trot. His first career home run. And there will be nobody in the dugout to greet him. This is one of the great moments in the history of baseball. Bartolo Colon has gone deep. Again, that's Gary Cohen, the television voice of the Mets on Sportsnet New York. With the home run, Colon became the oldest player in MLB history to hit the first home run of his career. 
Randy Johnson, who hit his only major league home run in 2003 at the age of 40, previously held the honor. I personally remember my Twitter feed being full of Cologne's home run, tweets in all caps about his big fly, and links to YouTube videos dedicated to Cologne's offensive highlights already updated to include his latest accomplishment. Those tweets continued for a while, and I still see this moment show up on social media somewhat often, especially during the month of May. Anyway, you get the idea. Let's now focus on the call by Cohen. First of all, Cohen is on television for this call. That won't matter much, but I wanted to make sure to note that. He starts the highlight by providing the audience some context. Cologne looking for his first hit of the year. Remember, it's still early in the season at this point, May 7th to be exact, so the fact that Cologne doesn't yet have a hit isn't that surprising. But it's still an important note from Cohen, because that fact, paired with what is about to happen, creates such a stark difference between the expectation and outcome of the at-bat. Also, in this part of the highlight, you can hear the crack of the bat as Cohen says, first. Then you can hear Cohen's voice change a bit in anticipation of the flight of the ball. Cohen might be just a moment behind the action here, but remember, he's doing the game on television, so the fact that he's providing background information while the ball leaves Cologne's bat isn't that big of a deal. It would probably be worth a bit more discussion on radio, but even then, a broadcaster could quickly recover, as Cohen does, but more on that in a bit. It's also kind of fun to hear the crack of the bat before Cohen can even finish his thought about Cologne's lack of success at the plate this season. It's almost as if Cologne, whose at-bats are always entertaining, picked the exact moment when his first career home run could be considered the most ironic, the most funny, the most entertaining. The crack of the bat off Cologne's bat is almost his rebuttal to Cohen's statement about his offensive numbers. And thanks to the beauty of baseball on television and radio, the sound comes through loud and clear. As mentioned earlier, Cohen's tone changes just slightly when he says, The year. That's because the ball has already left Cologne's bat, and Cohen, while finishing his thought, has quickly determined the ball has a chance to sail over the fence. In last week's episode, we discussed the impact a dramatic tone shift can have on the energy of a broadcast. Even if the words the broadcaster is saying doesn't do anything to address the sudden change in the game, Cohen does fit this example, the way those words are pronounced and emphasized suggests something major is happening. Cohen saying, Cologne, looking for his first hit of the year, doesn't at all suggest he just made great contact with the ball, but Cohen's tone for the final two words of the sentence are telling. Then, a split second later, Cohen tells the audience why his tone has changed. He drives one! Deep left field! Back goes Upton! Back near the wall! It's out of here! Cohen's call of the flight of the ball has all the characteristics of a good home run. He's descriptive, yet efficient with his word choice. He first says that Cologne drives one and that it's sailing to deep left field. Immediately, the television audience, even without the aid of the video, has a sense of the type of contact Cologne made and a general idea of where it's traveling. Then, Cohen says that the Padres left fielder, Melvin Upton Jr., is moving back, eventually reaching the wall, trying to stay on pace with the ball. This further confirms to the audience that the ball has a legitimate shot to at least drop in over Upton's head for an extra base hit. But as the call continues, we of course learn that the ball clears the wall for a home run when Cohen screams, It's out of here! Cohen, again, is expressive and gives the audience a clear picture of the play. Also, I mentioned earlier that Cohen was a bit behind the action as the highlight started. He was able to catch up, though. 
The ball finds the stands and finds its way into the hands of a Mets fan, funnily enough, at the exact moment that Cohen yells outa to signal the home run. So, Cohen, who started a bit behind, is now even and was perfectly on time at the most important moment of the call. This is also where Cohen's voice peaks. It doesn't quite crack in this moment, but you can tell it's close, based on the pitch with which Cohen yells as Upton runs out of room. Even without a crack, Cohen's voice is fraught with emotion and disbelief, and that tells the story of this moment better than any other sentence could. Through his efficient use of descriptive words, though, Cohen also creates a flow or rhythm that matches the action on the field. Much like the moment of tension while a three-point shot is in the air on the basketball court, the few seconds of hang time while a potential home run ball is traveling through the air can be incredibly tense. And Cohen adds to that with his segmented delivery. First, he says the ball is hit well, then a short pause. Then he says it's towards deep left field, then another pause. Next, Upton moves back, pause. Then he's at the wall, pause again. And then finally, the ball clears the wall. It's as if with every phrase followed by a short breather, the odds of a home run increase. While listening to this call, it almost promised me to create a checklist in my mind. I'm thinking to myself, okay, it's hit hard, and pretty deep, does Upton have room, and so on. As a baseball fan, and especially if I were a Mets fan, each check mark in my head advances my anxiousness further before it turns to jubilation and hilarity when the ball leaves the yard. Let's listen to this part again. I'm focusing on Cohen's efficiency along with the rhythm and tension he creates. He drives one! Deep left field! Back goes Upton! Back near the wall! It's out of here! Having confirmed the home run, Cohen then grapples with the improbability of what he just witnessed. Bartolo has done it! The impossible has happened! I find Cohen's Bartolo has done it exclamation incredibly amusing but still totally accurate. Much like in last week's episode when Dan Hicks exclaimed, the U.S. has done it, I feel like most blank has done it statements are reserved for historic individual or team records, wild come from behind wins, or perhaps repeat champions. Accomplishments like those and therefore their calls are exceedingly rare, but I can't blame Cohen for using it for Cologne's home run. Because after all, what's more rare than a soon-to-be 43-year-old launching his first career home run in a pitcher's ballpark? I'll answer that one for you. Not much. Then, Cohen says that the impossible has happened. Just as I discussed Dan Schulman's homage to Vin Scully's call of Kirk Gibson's walk-off home run in Game 1 of the 1988 World Series back in episode number 6, Cohen does the same here. In case you're unfamiliar, here's Scully's call of Gibson's blast. In a year that has been so improbable, the impossible has happened. And then again, here's Cohen on Cologne's blast. Bartolo has done it! The impossible has happened! In an odd case of coincidence, Mets radio broadcaster Howie Rose also channeled Scully while calling Cologne's home run. When Cologne was rounding the bases, his teammates left the visitor's dugout to give him the silent treatment. As Cologne approaches the empty dugout, Rose says, quote, Bartolo Cologne is the loneliest man in San Diego. Meanwhile, this is Scully in the ninth inning of an eventual Sandy Koufax perfect game in 1965. I would think that the mound at Dodger Stadium right now is the loneliest place in the world. 
Rose, of course, didn't repeat Scully's phrase word for word as Cohen did, but both are undoubtedly references to the great Scully, who was in the middle of his final season on air. Anyway, next, Cohen pauses for a few seconds before turning his attention back to Cologne. The team vacates the dugout as Bartolo takes the long trot. His first career home run. And there will be nobody in the dugout to greet him. Cohen's pause lasts about eight seconds, and it's great. This game is taking place at Petco Park, the home of the Padres. A Mets pitcher just hit a home run. But in those eight seconds, it sounds as if the Mets are playing in front of their home crowd. At the very least, it doesn't sound like the Mets are playing in front of a road crowd. Cohen allows the sounds of the park to fill the broadcast, and it just continues to illuminate how special of a moment this is. I think that all baseball fans, including Padres fans, once they get over falling behind 4-0 in the second inning, can't help but enjoy what they just witnessed. And that comes through over the broadcast, via the reaction from the crowd. Then Cohen tells the audience that the Mets have emptied their dugout while Cologne takes the long trot around the bases, which is an entertaining sight in and of itself, given some of Cologne's jogs down the first baseline on balls in play. At first, if you were listening to Cohen's call without the aid of the video, you might not be sure where the Mets players went after leaving the dugout. Maybe they all circled around home plate as teams do when a player breaks a long-standing single-season or career record. I'll let you be the judge of if this moment deserved that ending, but all I'll say is that I would have loved to see it. The telecast, though, shows shots of the empty dugout, and there are no Mets around home plate besides the runner that was on base and the on-deck hitter. Through the video, it's obvious that the Mets have made their way down into the tunnel leading towards the clubhouse. Cohen confirms that himself, too, when he says that nobody is greeting Cologne after he finishes his saunter around the bases. But just before this, Cohen says that the home run is Cologne's first. This call wouldn't be complete without a mention of that. I think most people tuned into this game either knew or assumed that to be true. But still, that doesn't free Cohen from not mentioning it. After all, that's the sole reason why this moment is as spectacular as it is. After 17-plus seasons in the big leagues, Bartolo Colon just accomplished something he had never done before. It's that fact that makes this second-inning home run in the month of May sound more like a walk-off home run to win a postseason game, or a game-tying home run with two outs in the ninth inning during a September pennant race. You don't ordinarily get reactions from broadcasters or fans like this at this stage of the season, but this wasn't an ordinary moment, and Cohen made sure to explicitly say why. And finally, Cohen says what the audience is thinking, but can't blurt out because of the giant smiles plastered across their faces. <laughs> this is one of the great moments in the history of baseball. Bartolo Colon has gone deep. After a quick laugh in the broadcast booth, Cohen boldly declares that Cologne's home run ranks as one of the best moments in baseball history. America's pastime has a long and storied history, and it's hard to believe that a second-inning moment of a game in May could even sneak into a discussion about the game's best moments. But ask any baseball fan familiar with Cologne where his home run ranks in their favorite baseball moments of the last decade, or even the last 20 years, and I'm sure most would place it high on their list. And just imagine... If there was a universal designated hitter in Major League Baseball, the world would have been robbed of this moment. 
That's my argument to keep the National League DH free. Anyway, Cohen's call has every characteristic of a great home run highlight. He made this pleasant May evening feel more like a cold October one. Here it is one final time. Gary Cohen on Sportsnet New York on May 7th, 2016. Malone looking for his first hit of the year. He drives one! Deep left field! Back goes Upton! Back near the wall! It's out of here! Bartolo has done it! The impossible has happened! The team vacates the dugout as Bartolo takes the long trot, his first career home run, and there will be nobody in the dugout to greet him. (laughs) This is one of the great moments in the history of baseball. Bartolo Colon has gone deep. New episodes of Golden Tones drop each Tuesday. Do you have a call or highlight you think I should feature in a future episode? Let me know on Twitter at Golden Tones Pod. You can also visit anchor.fm backslash Golden Tones.